Welcome. You're listening to The Aligned Self, conversations in creating a conscious and abundant life. This is Daniel DeNovi. I'll be your guide and host. Let's see just where we can take this. Hello, friend, and welcome in to another episode on intuition. As you may know, if you've been with me from the beginning, we started out talking about intuition and psychic ability, how to develop it on a whole series. And if you're just joining us and you're fascinated by intuition, by all means, go back to the beginning and listen through or pick and choose the ones that appeal to you. Follow your intuition as to which ones you should listen to or could listen to first. Now, this podcast is about a lot more than just psychic ability or intuition. It's about mind stuff, conscious awareness, spirituality, hypnosis, NLP, neuro-linguistic programming, how to get the best life, how to create the best life through accessing and mastering your mind. And the reason I started out with intuition, it is such a vital survival skill in being human, in creating the best life, of living your life from inner signals, You have to be able to tune in to your inner guidance. And while it is definitely possible uh, to build the skill of intuition and psychic awareness to a much higher degree than most people have access to, understand that just progressing on the spiritual path, meditating and healing and becoming more spiritual, more spiritually aligned, higher vibration, your intuitive ability will naturally kick in. Now, in Hinduism, intuition, psychic ability is referred to as one of the cities or the superpowers that one is bestowed with as they progress along the spiritual path and become closer or more connected to God, Goddess, all that is, the divine, the infinite intelligence. But as a city, as as a, a city, S-I-D-D-H-I, your intuition, if it develops through your spiritual progress, will just be some additional awareness that you have. It won't really feel all that special. It just will be another dimension to your spiritual life. And as we proceed, I guess I need to give you this warning, quote-unquote. Developing your intuition is not meant to be an end in itself. It is a way to progress and expand your spiritual practice. And if you become all consumed with intuition, psychic ability as the focus of your spirituality— As one of my teachers once said, it's like stopping to play in a mud puddle on your way to the ocean. The ultimate end of the spiritual path is to merge and blend with God, God is all it is, to where you know God's thoughts and God speaks through you and you feel as if you're connected all the time, not just sometime, all the time. You still have your ego identity or your point of awareness, but you have a pervasive connection to God, God is all that is. So to get to the point in this episode, I wanted to relay another case study or a personal account of how intuition informed me in my life. I had awoken from a dream, and in the dream, I was driving a FedEx van. I was working for FedEx as a driver at that point, but I was driving with a a fellow courier, uh, Keith, Now, it's not typical that couriers ride together. Rarely do they ride together. Typically, it's a manager that's check-riding a courier. But here we were riding together, and we were specifically driving down Lakeshore Drive. 
which was a windy residential uh, road that went along the, the shoreline of a lake in northern Michigan. And as we're driving, I was aware of the fact that I was driving faster than the conditions really warranted. And uh, But we're joking and laughing, and then suddenly I hit this patch of, like, water, and I hydroplane and lose control of the van, and I end up inside a house. And there we are sitting in the van in the middle of this living room. People are looking at us, and we're dazed and confused. And we had those cartoon birds flying around our head because I'm like, oh, oh. But it, was, it woke me up. It was such an odd dream. But I remember it vividly, but I didn't think too much about it until later that morning. And I'm on the sort, we're sorting the packages and putting them on the trucks for our delivery. And actually, Lakeshore Drive was one of the roads in my territory or my, my route, my route. But there I was behind my truck, loading packages as they came off the conveyor belt. And I picked up this one package. And at that very moment, Keith walked by and he looked down and said, oh, Lakeshore Drive, that's a bitch. And then I suddenly remembered the dream. And I thought, what was it about this package? And the reason he said that it was a bitch is because Lakeshore Drive was at the far eastern edge, northern, northeastern edge of my route. And I was e it was easy to, to travel almost 300 miles a day in this extended area, which consisted of a lot of trees and lakes and cabins. And a lot of people lived up there full time, but some people just lived up there during the summer. So here we were in this moment where Keith walked by, saw the package, made reference to the, the very road that we were on where we had the accident. And I just was aware that there was a correlation between my dream life and the real life. Well, I continue to put packages on my truck because this is right around Christmas time and it was getting quite busy. So I focused on loading my truck and getting out of the building. Well, the way I ran my route, that was one of the very first stops that I made. I drove up the long way, and so I could work my way back into town and have a higher concentration of stops. So I thought I would pick that one off early in the day. Well, as luck would have it, nobody was home. And at that point in time, uh, signature required on packages. We just couldn't leave most of them at the front door. So since I couldn't deliver the package, I left a note, and then I restocked it on my truck and put it aside. Went ahead and delivered the rest of my stops during the day, but it was already probably 5, 5.30 by the time I was done, and I started heading back to the station, which was about 80 miles away. And since it was December, it was already getting dark. But rather than drive straight in, I decided to cut across the county, and see if I could reattempt that package and get rid of it. So I wouldn't have it the next day, because who knew? It was always a crapshoot what you would get the, the next day. And while I could get another package on the same road, it wasn't guaranteed. And, it, you know, if I didn't have to go up there the next day, I didn't want to go up there the next day. So there I was back on Lakeshore Drive, in the evening, and I suddenly remembered my dream. I was coming up to the place where I had lost control of my truck, and suddenly I just slowed down, I just like, and was hyper aware. And as soon as I tapped the brakes to slow down, I wasn't going too fast either. 
I just was very aware and very cautious. But the moment I slowed down, a young boy on a bicycle shot out of a driveway, probably 10 feet in front of me, and went across the road. And had I maintained the same speed, I would have more than likely ended his life. The driveway he came out of was a little inclined, so he was, you know, riding down the hill and was totally oblivious to me because not that many cars traveled down there. But when I saw him, I brought the van to a complete stop and just watched him. And he suddenly he was aware, you know, I couldn't, like he knew he could have been uh, taken out. He rode his bike back up the drive and I continued on. And I believe that dream saved his life. So while my dream wasn't prophetic in the, in the fact that it happened exactly the way I dreamt it or exactly the way I thought of it, it was odd enough to where it caught my attention and it brought several things into my awareness. And when I was first up there in the morning, I didn't even think about the dream. But later in the evening, suddenly I was very aware. My intuition chimed in and said, okay, make fly, you know, you know, make... <laughs> Be aware, like pay attention. And it made a big difference. Now, since the dream or since the information in the dream wasn't literal or I guess wildly specific, it was more indicative. It pointed to an idea. I think in a future episode, we'll talk about developing your own personal dictionary for intuitive information, the symbolic representations that may pop up for you. Now, the symbols and ideas that you get in your head may be completely different than the ones I get in my head. Because why? (laughs) We have two different brains. We have two different sets of references. So there isn't a, a literal dictionary out there that when you think of spiders, it means this. And when you see, you know, a man in a golf shirt, it means that. Okay, I just got the impulse to talk about when I was at a holistic fair. In addition to speaking, I had a booth where I was featuring some of the courses in my coaching programs. One of the courses I was featuring was my intuition course. And some guy walks up, and it was just me and him, and he said, so read me. I says, pardon me? He said, read me. You're psychic, aren't you? And I said, yes. He said, read me. And I felt like I was on the spot. And the first thing I saw was a man in a golf shirt. He had the sweater on. He was on the golf course. He had a club in his hand. I said, I get this image of golf. You know, is there anything related to that for you? He said, no. He was like, (laughs) he was actually had, you know, a tone of consternation about him that was quite unsettling. And I felt, I really did felt like I was put on the spot. And uh, I kept getting this image of this guy in the golf course. And I said, do you have any relationship with a doctor? Do you guys, you play golf at all? He says, I don't have anything to do with golf. I said, well, that's all I'm getting. And he said, figures. And he turned and started walking away. And suddenly I realized that it was a symbolic image. It represented a man that I knew who was so into golf. And I made the connection. And I says, oh, now I know. And he stopped. And I said, you have two children, that you haven't really talked to in probably, I'm guessing, uh, 12 years. You haven't had much of a relationship at all. And he started turning red. And the re- you carry a lot of guilt around that. And I said, that, that's why you're a healer. That's why you do massage and healing work. You think that will atone or make things better. 
um, you're, I'm being told that you need to have a conversation with them. And he just looked at me. And I said, well, you know, that's what came through. Once I, once I took the pressure off, you put me on the spot. I'm sorry. Uh, but I didn't quite make the connection at first. And he said, well, you're not really 100% accurate. But he had turned beat red and turned and walked away. And later I saw him in the lobby and I just walked up to him and said, the only reason that information came through is because they're ready to have a conversation with you if you're ready. But for me, the image of the golfer represented somebody that I knew was estranged from their family, was somewhat narcissistic, was uh, just kind of an ogre with his kids, and they didn't want anything to do with him. So I just assumed that was the dynamic that was presented in front of me. And I think it was spot on based on his response. He never actually confirmed it, but he did not negate it either. So I'm thinking I was spot on. But that's a representation of an image or an idea that was presented to me that was only meaningful to me. Now, something else just occurred to me since I was talking about my intuition course that I was presenting at this holistic fair, I think it's time to bring it back out. I've had registrations on pause, and I think it's time to open the course back up and make it available for those of you that would like to study more deeply. But at the moment, there's nothing specific to say about it, just the fact that it's going to be made available somewhat soon, I guess. Now, if you haven't already joined our Facebook group, you're more than welcome to join the Align Self Podcast Listeners Facebook group. The link is in the show notes. Ask to join. Answer the questions, please. And when it's asked, how did you hear about the Facebook group? Answer on the podcast. That way I know that you're a bona fide listener. I just don't want anybody in the group. I want it to be a safe space for you and somebody that's invested in the conversation that we're having here. And if you have joined the Facebook group, don't share the group, please. By all means, share the podcast. That way people can make a decision for themselves if they want to be in the conversation rather than invite someone into the Facebook group and they not know anything about what's being talked about. So until next time, this is Daniel Danovi. Follow your bliss and by all means, live the epic life. 